County sports fans, welcome to episode two of the Putnam Players Podcast. I'm your host, Braden Wall, sports writer for the Herald Citizen newspaper in Cookville, Tennessee. And today we're welcoming a three-time state champion, former basketball player for the Tennessee Tech Golden Eagles, and head coach of the Upperman High School girls basketball team, Dana McWilliams. Also on the show today with us is another state champion, Miss Basketball, current Lady B, and future University of Chattanooga basketball player, Brooklyn Crouch. Today, we're going to talk about the impact that the Lady Bees have on the youth in Baxter, Tennessee, home of Upperman High School, and how that impact contributes to the team's success. We will also touch on the Lady Bees' journey to the state final this year and the Lady Bees' upcoming season. This is the Putnam Players Podcast. Brooklyn, how does it feel now to be a state champion? Even though, like, I know the time's kind of kind of gone on a little bit. Has the feeling worn off? Or are you still ex- as excited as you were, you know, like a couple of days after? Uh, I'm still really excited. It's like a dream come true. I mean, it still doesn't feel like completely real. Like, it's amazing. Are you ready to get back into practice, Dana, with all the girls? You know, are you still excited or is it kind of worn off? It's like, all right, let's get back to work. Well, we've talked a little bit. We're still celebrating. We've had a lot of things going on. We had a big night um, a couple of nights ago, a big dinner for the kids and a good fundraiser for us. So we're, we're still excited and we're still celebrating, but we also talked on the board, here's the things we're going to do, but here's the things we can't forget. You know, we're going to get back to work and do those things too. So yeah, we're, you know, we're doing the things that you're allowed to do in the off season. You know, we're doing our weightlifting and we're doing some open gym and things like that, but we're still celebrating. Very cool. I also saw a couple of your, uh, of your freshmen and some of your players on the track team as well. Yeah, we have a lot of multi-sport athletes. I think we have four girls, I want to say, that play um, or that are running track, and then we've got four that are in softball currently now. So, Brooklyn, are you ready to get back into the gym, or have you stopped? What are some things you're doing now to prepare for uh, Chattanooga? Uh, I've been working out a lot. I've been coming in and doing uh, three-man workouts and, like, individuals, like, skill work with the team, even though, like, I'm a senior. I still <laughs> want to do stuff with them because I miss yeah. it a lot. But I'm just trying to stay in shape and work out and stuff. So, you know, the journey to the state final, it's never easy. And this season it definitely wasn't easy. Um, you talked about there was a time in the season after that three-game losing streak. You questioned yourself. Just talk a little bit about that journey to the state final after that game losing streak and we know that our community and our fans they they love the lady bees and so we feel a lot of responsibility uh not really pressure just responsibility to to do our very best and just all of us probably question a little bit are we are we doing everything we need to be doing are we getting everything we can and and i think we all we we had a big long list uh coach tyler actually saved the list i don't know if you remember brooklyn but we came in after that uh loss and um, the next, I guess it wasn't the next day cause we had a game, but it was that Monday when we came back, I think. And I, I said, let's, let's put our feelings aside. Here's what we're not doing. And, and it was a long list, right? It was a long oh, list yeah. of things we we're not doing well or that we can improve on. And I said, the, the only good thing I, when I've looked over this list, girls, it's really long, but all those things are correctable. I said, there's nothing on there that we can't fix and that we can't do better and we can't improve on. And, and that's when I said, you know, um, we're as coaches, we've decided we're going to give you our very best. We're going to work harder than we've ever worked, and we need you guys to do the same uh, for us. And if we can correct these things, and we 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 can um, really have a successful year. We we didn't never really talk about we can win the state championship. We can we didn't talk about winning necessarily anything, but we said one game at a time. Right? We talked over and over. We're going to take it one game at a time, but we're going to 
start correcting these things. And I said, you don't have to win every game to get where we want to go. We actually did after that, but mm-hmm. that was just a an added plus for us. But I think that's that's kind of what our mindset was. And I think when we did that, we stayed very locked in and focused, probably as focused as any team I've ever coached. And I've coached a long time, but they they really bought into everything. The coaches uh, worked hours and hours. The the uh, players did everything. They listened to everything that we had to say. Nobody really ever got their feelings hurt. We just we just kept trying to get better, and um, it was fantastic. It was um, probably I've, I've said this a little bit, but. In the ten game span that we had uh, to win the championship and go through the tournament, was honestly probably as relaxed as I've ever been, and not relaxed in the fact that I thought we have the best team and we're just going to win, not mm-hmm. like that, but just relaxed that we were we were prepared and that they were ready and they were focused, and so it was as a coach it was very relaxing. Whether we won or or we had lost one of those games, I felt like we were prepared and that they were doing all they could do and we were doing all we could do. So we just kind of let it, let it happen. Yeah. And so you were relaxed. Brooklyn, did that carry over to you guys as a team at all? Like seeing that coach Dana was, she was relaxed under pressure. Did that help you guys to be relaxed under pressure? Yeah. It made us all uh, feel very uh, prepared for the games. We knew what we were doing. Uh, We all clicked at the right time, I think. And after like our little losing streak we had, I felt like the season just, was so fun after that like it was just it was like perfect (laughs) so what was the journey like for you not only this season but over the past couple of seasons had a little heartbreak had some ups had some lows what what was it like for you to you know finally get this state championship Uh, I think it made it all a little bit sweeter Uh, I've been so motivated for it like for forever ever since we lost last year especially I've just been very motivated and I think that it made the other girls very motivated so it just made this year very special so we'll switch gears a little bit um, and talk about the impact that you guys have on your community. They set good examples, and they, there's a bunch of kids that look up to them, especially around here. Well, who's your favorite lady be? Jayla and Brooklyn Nascow. Really? And Emma. She plays basketball and baseball. Okay. And she started wearing that number about two years ago because of Jayla. We go to every home game, and we went to ev- we went to both Friday and Saturday state champion games, mm-hmm. and. Jayla's just a huge influence on her. Yeah. And she got really close to the team with, like, especially Brooklyn and Abigail and Emma and, and all, all the girls. She, I mean, she knows all of them by name. It's just That's something so that cool. she enjoys to do. So, cool. And they actually gave her a poster, a poster after the season, and all of them signed it. And it was awesome. a picture of them. And she, it, like. Even the coaches. Yes. Really? And it was, like, something that. Just you would thought this kid won the lottery when yeah. she got that. Like she was so excited. Awesome. So it was really cool. Do you want to be a lady B when you grow up? Yes. What what sports? Basketball. Basketball. You gonna play for Dana? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, she <laughs> told me um, Amanda Asbury was her pre-K teacher here at Baxter, and uh, she told me then, she said, Mama, I will play for Dana, and she was only four then, <laughs> Wow! and so she's she's very dedicated. Yeah, yeah. that's she's, so cool. So it's, it's, it's really cool just to see these kids, like, the way that they set examples and things, because they, they're all great kids. They all set phenomenal examples, not just her, there's other kids around the community that really look up to the girls, and... Mm-hmm. 
they and they never shy away from the kids. They always embrace it. They always talk to them, high five them, you know, everything. Yeah. So it's it's not. Dana doesn't just great, raise great athletes. She raises great people. Yeah. And just even even the girls that have graduated and come back. I mean, mm. they she makes sure that she just not only has great players but great people. Yeah. And it's just phenomenal, especially for our community. First of all, how 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 does your team impact the community? Well, I hope we impact them in a very positive way. We have a lot of great kids. They're so easy to coach. Um, that's one thing I talked to them about. And, you know, I'm sitting right here beside somebody who's probably the perfect role model for us. You know, that if I was going to describe what I would want my player, my daughter, my, you know, anybody that uh, would be important in your life to be like it would, it would be Brooklyn. You know, she, she really does it all. She has um, a great personality. She's great in the classroom. She's probably the hardest worker that I've ever coached. Um, just, she's, you know, she, she's, she's not perfect. She, she's had days and we've all had days, you know, but just, uh, what a great role model for, for kids. And, um, it, it's obvious to see that, you know, they, they love Brooklyn in our community, but they love all of our girls and all of our girls are, um, like that, but Brooklyn's not, you know, she's a great role model for our younger kids too, on what it takes to be successful. And, and Brooklyn has really worked and earned every bit of her success but you know we we hope um that always that we can be a positive influence in the community and you know I, I talked to one of my former players I've been texting back and forth and you know I just remind her and and others that the hard work they put in years ago is really a big reason why kids like Brooklyn um can feel what we're feeling now with the success mm -hmm. we're having. They built that. They built that pride in playing at Upperman and, and being a Lady B and what it meant to be there. And they had to go through all that grunt work for us to reap the benefits. And I think when, when they come now, they, they understand that not only do we want to work hard and, and we want to be successful, but we want them to be good people and we mm -hmm. want them to represent our school and our community in a real positive way. And, and that started from long ago. You know, started from long ago. I could tell you, so many kids, and 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 those. One of the you know biggest compliments uh, for our program is that so many of our former players um, are so proud of these girls, and uh, they come to the games, and they um, they're very involved, and they they're so proud of these kids. So hopefully, we've made an impact like that, and that hopefully that something that we'll continue to do. Yeah. So the. The younger players, I mean, the younger kids, especially in the community, I see, I see them all running around at every game. I see them taking pictures with you guys at every game, especially after the wins. Everybody gets in a big huddle and yeah. takes a picture with all the kids jumping there in yeah. front. Um, so, you know, it's obvious that you guys have a huge impact on the, on the young girls, especially in the community. And, you know, do you think that helps build up your program? Do you think that, that gives them a desire to play for you one day? Well, we hope, you know, we hope so. But, you know, not only just the, the young girls, but – you know, and it's not exactly what you're talking about right at the moment, but I was yeah. thinking about when you're talking about the pictures, what a great student section we had. Yeah. But those kids, you know, they're, they're so much fun. And, and you know, we, we think, we feel like it's it's a whole community and school effort for us to be successful. And, you know, they're a big part of that too. They're, the student section helps. and But those little girls, you know, we, we had seven ball girls this year, you know, which um, Jayla and Abigail were former ball girls for me. Uh, Brooklyn's two sisters are, are ball girls. We want it to be a family atmosphere at Upperman. That's that's what we want. So we hope, you know, uh, that 
those kids continue to look up to that. But that's a big responsibility for our girls, and we've, we've told them that. You know, it's how you carry yourself um, all the time. You, you can't just be um, an upperman lady B basketball player at school or at the game. You're, you're there all the time. And I can remember I – don't, I don't remember which girl it was, Brooklyn. I don't know if you were in there with me, but um, he said, yeah, somebody recognized me as a player. And, and she didn't really play a lot, but she recognized me at the restaurant and, you know, was congratulating me. But how you carry yourself and the things you do – uh, all through your day and all all through life is going to represent. So we're, you know, we want kids with high character to be part of our program. So we're hoping that these young kids are looking forward to that and, and wanting to be a part of it. Brooklyn, uh, Coach said you're one of the hardest workers. Do you work – you work hard in basketball, obviously, but do you work hard to try to set that influence for, for the younger player, for the younger kids in your community? Uh, I mean, I've gotten to that point. At first I just wanted to work hard to improve myself, but – I've kind of learned that playing basketball at Upperman and being on a state championship team, I have a big influence on other people. And so it makes me want to work extra hard, especially to influence my little sisters because I want them to become the best they can be. You know, at the ex- at the next level, you'll arguably have a, a greater influence at UTC. Um, does that inspire you at all or does it does it scare you at all? I know it's it's probably – it's a big challenge switching from high school to college, but – I mean, it's you're going to have a greater influence. So how are you going to take that going into the first year? I'm actually pretty excited for it. I think being challenged is fun, and I like trying to set goals for myself. So I'm very excited for it, and I'm excited to see what I'm going to do, and I'm definitely going to try to work hard. <laughs> very cool. Dana, a lot of your players now, you talked about uh, how Abigail would sit on your lap on the bus ride sometimes, <laughs> and and, <laughs> and uh, Jayla is also a ball girl, ball girl. So, you know, how many of your players now – on the team were involved with the team before they got to that point? I guess maybe just Jalen and Abigail as far right. as being ball girls um, uh-huh. at that at this point. I can't I can't remember for sure, but you know, um I've got Sierra Nash on my team and her mom was on my very first team. Very first team. I, I I'm ninety nine percent sure she was a senior actually on my very first team. <clears throat> so, you know, it's there's a lot of connection through there. I think it's one thing that makes it special there and um, you know, but Abigail and Jayla, I think, were my only two ball girls that, that out of that group, I think. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn, did you have any role models uh, on the Lady Bees growing up? Oh, yeah. I thought they were all the coolest people ever. <laughs> but definitely Akira and Gracie Maynard, they were my two, like, I thought I wanted to be just like Akira and I wanted to be just like Gracie, just a mix of them both. Like, mm-hmm. I love them. <laughs> why, why did you want to be just like them? I always loved the way Akira carried herself and the way she played and uh, she's always just such a fun person to be around, and Gracie's just the sweetest person ever, and so I always wanted to be like that towards people, be very sweet and be very fun to be around, and I also wanted to play the same way they did because they always had really good attitudes on the court. Awesome. Let's talk about next season a little bit. Um, we've got Abigail and Jayla coming back. Um, that's going to be huge for the team. Talk a little bit about this next season and what we can expect as, uh, as Upperman fans. Well, you know, we, we have 18 players this year. We lose two. We've got some young kids coming in. And so hopefully, you know, we're, we're excited. We're, our expectations always going to be high, you know, that we, we know that. But we know, you know, we talked about last year how hard it was going to be to replace uh, Miss Basketball and Reagan Hurst, who now, you know, is at Tennessee Tech. And, you know, we're so excited about that. And then to replace Tori Brooks. Um, uh, she's at, at Bryan College, had a great freshman year, made all – 
our freshman team there. We knew it was going to be hard. I mean, that mm-hmm. that almost looked like an impossible task. And then, you know, it came, came through, and there we are, state champions. And then this year we're going to lose another Miss Basketball. We're going to lose, you know, a four-year starter uh, at the point guard position, which is arguably the toughest position to play at Upperman. I'm, I'm certain. <laughs> I'm certain it is. Um, but – and and we're going to lose Emma Conradi, who br- who brought a, a lot to our team that mm-hmm. that goes unnoticed for some people, but not true basketball people. You know they they know that. So you know maybe it looks impossible task again for um, for people on the outside, but we know that we've got a strong core. We know that um, we're going to work and we're going to do the best we can. I, I think that's that's all you can ask for is that you leave it all out there and you do the the very best you can. Um, so hopefully. You know we'll we'll have another good season. I can tell you that we're gonna we're gonna work hard and we're gonna continue to do things the right way. You know that's what mm-hmm. we're that's what we're gonna try to do. And um, but you know we're we're certainly gonna we're gonna miss you know having having Brooklyn and, and Emma around. It's it's not gonna be easy. She used to feel I, I can remember telling Brooklyn you know I had Akira was a four year point guard starter for me too, and I told Brooklyn that's that's no easy task you know to to feel. But we talked about her. Do, being and I knew she looked up to Akira and but I didn't want her to be Akira I wanted her to be Brooklyn and find her own way and and she found her own way really in a totally different kind of game than than Akira and actually had the, the same success as coming out as a Miss Basketball going to play Division One state champion you know lots of good things and a great leader for our team so mm-hmm. um, you know I feel like Akira was a really good role model for Brooklyn and I feel certain Brooklyn's has done the same for younger kids too. Yeah, it, Brooklyn. Do you think there's young kids that are saying the same thing that you were saying about Akira and Gracie? Uh, I don't know, but I really hope so. I think that would be really cool. I would say yes. <laughs> I'd say yes. Yeah, when we went walking around uh, the little elementary schools, those little kids looked at us like we were celebrities. There was one little girl. I went to give her a high five, and she just grabbed me and gave me the biggest hug and would not let go. It was the sweetest thing ever. That's awesome! Wow. Um, that's cool. Um, well, we. Will we be seeing any new faces? We obviously will because um, two spots have been taken out of the starting lineup. But what are the two new faces, maybe three, four new faces that we're going to be seeing? You know, we really don't know. I mean, that's just – it's got a lot of time between now and November. You know, honestly, if I had – if you had asked me that question last year, the answer probably wouldn't be the same as what the result happened. So mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want to say – I wouldn't want to say because – Don't say too quick. You know, no, I wouldn't want to say. I mean, you would – you would most certainly feel like Abigail and Jayla are going to be a huge part. You mm-hmm. know, you, I, I I can't imagine that that they won't. And you know, those two, they've been kind of their little duo for forever since mm-hmm. since they've been little, and um, they play so well together. And um, so, I mean, I think you know we're going to just try to find the pieces that fit. I don't think as a coach, or at least not for me as a coach, I don't try to find someone who can be Brooklyn Crouch. I'm just going to try to find somebody who can mesh and we can try to find the best um, five or, or however many for this team. Because this team, the dynamics will be different. It was way different this year than last year's team. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and I didn't try to replace Reagan Hurst and Tory Brooks. You can't do that. You know, I, I'm not going to re- try to replace Brooklyn Crouch. You can't do that. So I, what I'm going to do is try to figure out what works best for, for our team and how we can be the most successful. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys for being on the podcast today. 
I appreciate it. Uh, coming all the way from Baxter, oh, long drive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, guys, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe and all that. Uh, it really helps me out. Um, and have a great day. This is the Putnam Players Podcast.